What's up guys, my name is Lily White, but you know that already because you click on this episode. During this podcast, we're going to talk about how you can build your personal brand no matter what industry you're in. I also talk about my life plans, what I aim to do, how I'm going to do it, some very practical advice on building your Facebook page and your Instagram page, and we've got a really cool Q&A session. It's probably one of the best episodes I've done so far, um, so... I'm going to literally just let you listen to it. If, actually, I know the majority of you haven't already, because there's thousands of you listening to this, please, 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 I hardly ever ask, please leave a review on iTunes. It helps more people discover it. It helps more people learn. And so if you want more people to learn, have the opportunity to become financially free in their music career, in their passion, whatever, just leave a five-star review or just leave a comment, or even if you don't like it, leave a four, three, two, one-star review. I don't mind, but just please let me know your thoughts. Reach out to me on Twitter, at MattLilyWhite1, and on Instagram, TravelGuyAustralia. All my contact info is in the description of this episode. Enjoy the podcast. G'day from Brisbane, Australia. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Metal Worldwide Podcast Experience. Today we have an absolutely incredible, incredible episode because it's going to be one of the most practical things I've ever done. Literally, you're going to learn how to build your exact uh, audience on Facebook. You're going to learn how to expand beyond your own language on social media. You're going to learn so many different things. I'm going to talk about the grand scheme of... uh, my life and what I aim to be doing and essentially you're going to learn how to build your own personal brand to be absolutely incredible. As you know I currently have what is it 120,000 I've lost count um, about 120,000 roughly on Facebook, Instagram I'm on 3,500 but like I'm going to grow that to 100,000 within the next month or two. Um, so it's going to be ridiculous. And for all of you sceptics out there, yes, it's all real. I just poured a shit ton of money into it, and that's how I did it. And I'm just going to explain how you can too. Um, so yeah, as I said, all real. Everything's all legit. Um, and I just want to teach you guys the exact knowledge of how to do it, because I had so many questions saying, hey, Matt, how did you grow so quickly? And I want to give you the answer. It's that simple. Um, And so, yeah, we're going to go through some stuff in a second. And literally in a minute as well, I'm going to talk about... I did an episode about a week, maybe two weeks ago, about the potential of becoming president and stuff like that, or prime minister, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, But I didn't go into detail, let's face it. I did not go into detail of how I'm going to achieve it. 
And so in this episode, I'm going to go through the exact thing of exactly what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, and every single type of strategy I have. That's what we're doing. But yeah, the past few days have been absolutely game-changing. Obviously, I can't reveal the specifics, but to give you an idea of what's happening, I'm working with about five different governments on tourism projects, social media projects, things like that. So they're seeing what I'm doing on social media, they understand that I have a great, great knowledge of how to do things, and they say, hey Matt, we want in, can you help us grow, or can you get us more video views, or can you get us more, uh, no bookings to the country, like flights and things like that, that's where the airlines come in, obviously I'm doing a lot of airline collaborations, like, we've got a lot going on right now. So I've got multiple governments, multiple airlines. I've also got a collaboration lined up with one of Europe's biggest tour operators. That's going to be absolutely sick. Um, <clears throat> God, I've got a little bit of a dry throat, so my voice sounds a little bit off. Actually, grab some water, hold on. This is all raw. I do not edit this, so... There we go. Got a nice little bottle of water from Brisbane. Um, and yeah, it's ridiculous, the stuff which is happening. Like, I'm speechless. I'm going to be in multiple national media, so newspapers around the world, specifically uh, Europe, the Caribbean, the Caribbean, whatever you want to call it, uh, parts of Asia, um, I'm trying to think of what countries. I think it's like Japan and Malaysia. I can't remember the exacts. But you get the idea. Like, I'm doing pretty damn well over the past few months, past few weeks, days, whatever. And that's just only going to increase. And actually, let's just go into it now exactly what I'm doing, how I'm going to do it. Because you may think, oh yeah, Matt's been in the entertainment industry, now he's in the travel industry, what's he up to, what's he doing? Is there a grand scheme of things? Yes. Um, quite honestly, there is. It all ties into like where I want to be, where I want to go within my life, how I want to progress things, and honestly, things are going much, much quicker than expected. I've had this plan for a couple of years now, Obviously, it does change, it, it does get tweaked as things, different things happen, I go different places, I meet different, whatever. Um, but like generally, the rough guy of things stay pretty much the same. And so yeah, basically going to go straight into the strategy to build my personal brand of how I want to run my timeline, as it were. And then I'm going to go into the different countries, specific countries that I'm focusing on right now, the different languages I'm focusing on right now, that will all make sense soon. The platforms, and then we're going to do a Q&A. Um, you guys sent in some questions on Instagram, so let's get started. So as you guys know, I've been in the entertainment industry for a while. I don't know... Actually, I don't think I posted anything on Facebook, but I have now stopped working with Anecdote. Um, so, surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, honestly, I'm totally fine about it. No worries at all. 
Because, okay, sure, it was great working with him, but we just had so many different agreements, so many different styles of working, different communications. Although we had the same vision, the way in which to get there was different for both of us. And so it was just not feasible to work together. It's as simple as that. Um, As far as I know, we left on good terms. So unless he's got some kind of grudge, we're all good. Um, And yeah, literally, so I've been in the entertainment industry and I'm making the transition into travel. But I'm not stay like, I'm not completely going out of the entertainment industry. Don't get me wrong, I'm not doing that at all. Because basically right now, I am building up a decent amount of capital so that A, I can travel the world because essentially I want to have an impact everywhere I visit. Hence why, okay, yeah, sure, I've got a great, great fan base in places like Canada, uh, the United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand, developed countries, but I also have a fan base in not underdeveloped countries, but like developing countries. So, for example, I know. Uh, Malaysia, I don't, I don't know what, I don't want to start classing countries, um, but basically like South America, parts of Asia, um, I think Africa because of what China's doing, the investment that China's putting in, although I haven't focused there yet, I think that would be an incredible place to go, but I'll talk about that later. Fucking hell, I don't know what I'm talking about half the time, eh? Um, yeah, basically, I'm just building my brand all around the world. I'm not focusing on one location because I want to make an impact every single place I visit. And the money which I'm building right now, so from Facebook, from PR, from all of that, I'm just literally saving up, saving up, saving up. So when the recession comes in two, three, four years' time, Hopefully it's not within the next 12 months. Um, I'll be in a good financial situation where I don't have to get a job so I can continue doing what I like. Because even if the music industry dries up and I have no more clients, I'll still have a good enough bank account balance to be able to live and to be able to keep operating on my business Um, and growing it, growing my personal brand and whatever. So like, that's why I'm building everything up right now. And essentially what I'm going to do is I'm going to just start buying brands. I say, for example, record labels, PR companies, booking agencies, uh, possibly like travel agencies, tour operators, stuff like that. Um, so not massive companies, but like small to medium size. I'm going to buy them during the recession at like 20 to 30 cents on the dollar. And then I'm going to deploy my amazing marketing behaviors towards them. So using Facebook ads, influencers, all of that type of good stuff to increase the revenue and flip them for 10x the price. It's quite simple. I'm going to do that with a decent number of businesses, obviously built a lot of capital, which will put me easily within several million dollars net worth. Um, actually, it's probably going to be more like several hundred million with the way things are going right now. But you get the idea. And because of the giant brand I'm building all around the world, the marketing, the business activities that I'm doing, the impact that I'll have on different places, I'm going to be meeting up with a lot of very, very culturally relevant people. 
Well, I don't want to name drop right now because they may not be relevant in two, three years. But people in you know, entrepreneurship, uh, rap, uh, R&B, Latin music, um, whatever. You get the idea. Essentially, basically making, putting myself with them. So I become synonymous with their name, which means that I get a shit ton of cultural relevance. Um, and to be honest, when you're, I don't know, 22, 23, and you're hanging out with the biggest athletes, the biggest musicians, artists, rappers in the world, that looks pretty good on me. Um, and yeah, I'm just moving my laptop, hold on, there we go. And so yeah, I'm going to use that, also like prime ministers and things like that, presidents, like that'll probably happen next year. I'd say next year that I'll start meeting big, big people. But you get the idea. Um, and yeah, so I'm going to use my social media page. So some of the money which I generate, so some of the capital, the revenue that I generate, obviously, from uh, right now my business... Uh, but also flipping businesses and stuff like that, I'm going to reinvest it back, suck a portion of it back into myself. So, like, I'm easily going to grow to over one to two million followers on Facebook, easily 500,000 on, what's it called, Instagram. But, like, numbers aren't too important, but I'd definitely like to reach those. Because, okay, sure, organic reach may not be perfect, but when you have that amount, it definitely gives you a ton of leverage when organising things, plus the Facebook app platform is just so good, it makes sense. Um, and yeah, basically, the reason for developing, developed countries, whatever, is that a lot of people don't have access to education right now. Like, there's places in, I know, rural Asia, rural Africa, I think parts of South America where like the education system isn't great but people have a smartphone it's ridiculous actually it's genuinely ridiculous like and so I'd be using that to my advantage so I'd literally start growing uh, audiences in those locations and basically teaching them how to make money when they have none so, for example, how to run an e-commerce business, dropshipping, um, Fiverr, so basically monetizing your talent, your passion, whatever you want to call it, any skills you have. You get the idea. And basically, even if they're in a rural area, because they still have access to the internet, at least the vast majority of them, because there's a ridiculous amount on social media in Africa and Asia. And literally teaching them how to make money, they go out and do it. And they go from having nothing to having enough to afford a decent lifestyle in their home country. Literally lifting thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of people above the poverty line. I mean, okay, yeah, sure, they're super, super ambitious, but it's possible. Um, and so, oh crap, I almost dropped my Alexa. <laughs> and so yeah that's basically the education part of it and then once I start 
becoming one of the most recognisable names in those locations. I'll start doing a lot of fundraising projects and also in places which have natural disasters. For example, Indonesia has a lot of earthquakes. I love Indonesia. The people there are amazing. Um, and so, for example, if I have a million followers, raising several thousand dollars to help with, I don't know, um, earthquake relief efforts or whatever. Easy. I can do that. Um, and so it's now literally just a case of patience because this ain't going to happen over a year or two. Like all of this, no way. I'd say five to ten years for all of that would be pretty reasonable. And so, yeah, I'd literally use that audience to raise funds for things. I'd also look at providing clean water to as many people as possible within Africa, Asia, because I know that's a massive, massive problem which needs to be fixed. It's terrific, and I'm not sure why it hasn't been done sooner. And so if I can be a part of that effort, then that would be incredible, absolutely incredible for everybody involved. Because no matter what you think of me, no matter what you think of what I do in the industry, my personality, whatever, I think, we can all agree that everybody should have access to clean drinking water. And so if I'm able to help people, and also education, um, so if I'm able to help people with that, then using my audience, and 100%, I am down to do it, and I think a lot of other people would say exactly the same. Um, yeah, it's crazy, absolutely crazy, like, because the way I think of it is attention, right? And I have a lot of, I've discussed this strategy with a lot of, lot of big, 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 big people, big companies, billion dollar companies. And they were like, Matt, why would you want to grow a fan base in, I don't know, uh, trying to think of a random example, Venezuela or Senegal or, I don't know, Angola. Um, basically not the richest countries in the world because they're like, they won't have money to buy your products. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. I really don't, because at the end of the day, I'm not going to try and sell my audience on a specific product. Um, I really don't care if they can afford it, because at the end of the day, if they can't pay with their wallet, they can pay with their eyeballs. All I care about is attention. And if you have attention all around the world, you can make a massive, massive difference. And so, actually, people in the music industry say something very, very similar. Uh, especially people in the United States and Canada and parts of Europe, they're like, why would you want to build a fan base in Asia? It's not relevant. You're not going to go there. But for me, it's super, super relevant to my ambitions. Super, super relevant. And so it makes sense to have a fan base across Asia, across Africa, across Europe, South America, Oceania, and everywhere else to get as big global presence as possible because... That's absolutely incredible. And so, yeah, that's basically the aim of what I'm going to do. Cool. Coffee just came up. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, another problem, which I've noticed and a couple of other people have noticed, is pollution, climate change, all of that type of stuff. It's bad. It's horrific. It's terrible. 
and quite honestly, it shouldn't be happening. And so I don't think I'll have a very direct impact on it, but where I can, I definitely love to love to help out with like renewable energy sources. So whether it's using, I don't know, talking to government contacts, which I have about, I don't know, increasing the amount of renewable energy that you are deploying. I don't know the right words for it. I really don't. But basically, just trying to have a good influence on the world to create... Yeah, because fossil fuels, they're going to run out. Let's face it, they are going to run out. Whether it's in 5, 10, 100, 1,000 years, they will run out. But renewable energy won't because you have tidal energy, you have solar energy, uh, you have... I want to call it wind energy, but it's definitely not that. It's basically using wind turbines. I believe it's using kinetic energy to create... I don't know. But anyway, you get the idea. And basically, the more sustainable we can make the planet, the better. It's very simple. And so education, poverty... um, obviously clean drinking water and also like renewable energy like those are all things which are important in the world which we need to sort out and the sooner we can do it the better and there will be a lot of people listening to this right now saying Matt you're so audacious you're so egotistical why are you doing this why just not leave it to somebody else and the answer is apart from maybe three or four people I can think of off the top of my head. There are not many people at all doing it. Um, trying to create that positive message, that, like hammering it in the home really, really hard. And so the more people doing it, like the more people with influence, with power, with attention saying, we need to do this to make the world a better place, the better chance humanity has of survival. That's the way I look at it. Um, and so, yeah, I'd be assisting the efforts of, I don't know, Elon Musk, Richard Branson, whoever else you can think of, um, just to be able to make the world a much better place, a much more sustainable place which we can live on. And obviously that then leads to things like potential prime minister, president and things like that. Because if I have such an amazing influence on the world, then, well, I think it wouldn't be too difficult to make a run for world leader. But I'm not saying I'll do it. I'm not saying I won't, but we'll cross that hurdle when we get to it. And of course, I'd definitely like to visit Mars. That would be incredible. (laughs) Okay, this bit is a little bit egotistical, I admit, so I apologise. But being one of the first people to live on Mars would be incredible. And I definitely think that it will happen within my lifetime that humans will be living on Mars. I'd actually say within the next 20 to 30 years. So actually that ties in very, very well with all this, what I'm planning. So that works, because if myself, Elon, and whoever else, I'm sure there'll be many, many other people, possibly hundreds, 
but will forever be engraved in human history as some of the first people to make our race, the human race, a multiplanetary species. And if that's part of my legacy alongside lifting people out of poverty and shit like that using social media or whatever else we have at the time, I actually don't think it will be via social, I think it will be via voice or telepathic, some kind of neuromind, uh, neurolink type thing, whatever, however we get our attention in the future in 10, 20 years. If, basically, if I'm able to accomplish all this stuff, then I'll have a very good legacy. <laughs> um, this is why I work so hard. I work on Christmas, my birthday, New Year's, every single day, 12 to 15 hours a day, literally just working every single waking minute to make my dreams come true, because I have a lot of ambition, and I advise that none of you have this ridiculous level of ambition, like, it's higher than Gary Vee's, um, but, like, the stuff I've achieved at age 19 is incredible. And so if I can keep going at this rate, I mean, I've only been in the music industry two, three years and I'm already where I am. So if I can achieve all of this, then it will look very good. Uh, this is all well and good, obviously, just saying, I'll do this, I'll do that. Obviously, you're probably thinking, yeah, but what's he actually done right now? You'll see it very, very soon. Um, yeah, you'll see very, very soon what I've been up to. <laughs> God. There's so many people underestimating me right now, and they don't have a clue what's been going on behind the scenes, and when they, when they see my face plastered across social media, radio, TV, everything, within the next 6 to 12 months, they'll feel silent. But anyway, yeah, basically, I can talk the talk, and I'm going to show you how to walk the walk. What minute are we at? I am not even anywhere near done. Perfect. So now we're going to talk about Facebook ad strategy. Okay. Let's start with languages, because you're probably thinking, what the fuck is he going on about? Why not write everything in English? The truth is, actually, how many English speakers are there? How many English speakers in the world? 1.5 billion. Okay. So there's 1.5 billion English speakers in the world, and there's something like 7.5 billion people on the planet. If, let's face it, the majority of the planet is using the internet and certainly using social media. And so I do not want to limit myself to 1.5 billion people. I just don't, like... It would be ridiculous if I said I want to limit myself to that amount. So, here's what I'm doing. All of my content will be transcribed into about 12 to 13 languages. And all... Yeah, it's about 12 to 13. I'll go through them in a minute. So basically, there's an amazing, amazing feature on Facebook where when you create a new post as your page uh, on desktop, you can click write in another language 
and then Facebook will automatically translate it for you if it's a status or if it's a caption of a photo or whatever. And so literally you can, what's it called? Literally auto-translate it into many, many different languages. And so let's say you write your original post in English, but you also have it written in Russian. Let's say someone in Moscow is reading it, or St. Petersburg, or Sochi, or Vladivostok, or wherever, and they're reading it, it'll appear in Russian in their newsfeed, which means your engagement skyrockets. Literally, it becomes so much better. So much better. And okay, yeah, sure, you're going to have a couple of comments in foreign languages, so it may be French, Arabic, Portuguese, Russian, whatever. At the end of the day, if you're creating a global presence for your personal brand, that's only to be expected. Like, surely you expect that your audience speaks more than one language, no? And so, yeah, that's basically the thing behind it. The, the knowledge, the thought process behind it. Uh, where are we? <laughs> so the languages that all my content for 2019 will be translated to are English, obviously. French, Dutch, German, Polish, Italian, Spanish, Portuguese, Turkish, Arabic, Russian, Thai, Vietnamese, Malay, Japanese, Korean, Mandarin, Bengali, Hindu, Urdu and Indonesian. That's literally the top 15 languages in the world. So you can understand why I'm doing it. Like, I don't want to leave anybody out. Um, and so, yeah, that's basically why I'm doing the language thing. And I suggest you do it as well. Uh, where are we? Oh, I've lost where I am. Here we go. Okay. So basically, yeah, I'm just going to be concentrating all around the world right now. It makes sense that I'm focusing on the likes of Australia, New Zealand, because I'm going to be living there. So it makes sense that I want to build an audience there. Um, I'm currently running a lot of ads in the likes of Europe and South America, simply because they're great, great markets, which I'm going to be visiting a lot, so it makes sense to advertise there, and yeah, and so in terms of strategy, my aim is to have about 12 pieces of content every single day published, like I'm employing a full team for it which is going to be ridiculous. So, obviously I'm going to have my podcast, which is going to be five times a week, and that's going to be absolutely incredible. Like, you guys are going to love it. So we're going to have, like, my thoughts on the world on a Monday, so basically things which are going on. I may do like a fireside chat type thing with a friend. We'll just talk about the world, what's going on in our lives, things like that. Uh, then I'm also going to do like travel advice, social media marketing tips, lifestyle design, and obviously we got to have the interviews. So that's going to be incredible, absolutely incredible. So we have the podcast five times a week. We'll have Facebook multiple times a week. Twitter, I'll probably be publishing something like 50 pieces of content a day there. Um, I really want to grow my Twitter because I, I'm slack. I am slacking. I'm only at like 1500, 2000, something like that. 
Yeah, fifth. Yeah, about fifteen hundred. But I've got quite a few big famous like brands following me. I'm because I'm close with their social media managers. But yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to grow my Twitter, and so I'm gonna be putting out a lot of content there. Um, Instagram, LinkedIn, Snapchat, uh, Pinterest, YouTube. Uh, sorting out my Alexa briefing. SoundCloud. I'm gonna be in the top charts every single week on SoundCloud. I promise you. Uh, go be creating gifts for Facebook every single day. Website content, TikTok content. I'm going to be setting up an email list, an SMS text service for exclusive stuff, exclusive tips. Great, great, great content. And I'm also going to set up like a WhatsApp group or something. So you guys can sort of jam together. You can have like a Q&A. Uh, we can do like group calls and things like that. So... There's going to be a lot of content coming in 2019. And just like similar to how Gary Vee, Dwayne Johnson, Will Smith and many, many other people grew their brands. It's going to be a lot of content, a lot of meeting up with like very culturally relevant people, producing, collaborating content with them. Siphoning my audience, growing millions of followers. So like I will be super surprised if I don't have several million followers next year. Um... And I'm one of the most relevant people on the planet. And for those of you who went to high school with me, I know there's probably about 10 or 20 who listen to this. That sounds ridiculous, let's face it. <laughs> uh, um, like, absolutely ridiculous. And yeah, so now we're going to do an awesome Q&A session. I have chosen a couple of great, great questions you guys sent in. I'm going to grab some water again because this might take a while. Hold on. Perfect. I thought about editing this out, but I'd rather have it authentic. Like I'm a very authentic person. I love for you just to see the truth. So many people just like over edit things, overthink things. Well, me, nah, I'd rather have the truth. I'd rather show you how it actually is, how my life actually is. So there's no facade, no nothing. But to be perfectly honest with you, I watched a, I watched a documentary today for the first time in ages. Like, that was great. Oh, and I actually also watched an episode of Rick and Morty the other day. Because I had so many of you asking me to watch it, to check it out, and so that was great. So, questions. Let's see, what have we got here? Jake from London. Awesome. I don't actually think I'm going back to London. Uh, probably. I don't know. I'm trying to grow my brand as a freelance graphic designer. Any tips for using social media to do this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, first of all, Jake, mate, hope you're having an awesome day. Um, thank you very much for sending in the question. I appreciate it a lot. Okay, first thing I would do if I were you, it depends the route, route, whatever you want to call it. Basically, it depends how you want to take it. Like, I don't know if you do it, like, 
property if you want to do like it for businesses, but assuming you want to make a profit out of it. I'd run Facebook ads against small business owners in the likes of the UK, Europe, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, the United States, those, oh, and Singapore, those types of places, make sure they speak English. Run ads against small business owners who live in those areas. And basically run Facebook ads. You may have to put a couple of hundred into it. Um, but basically say... This is what I do, this is who I am, would you be interested in graphic design for your small business, make it contextually relevant to the audience, have a nice image or a video or a showreel as the creative section of exactly what you can do, previous designs, etc. Now, out of a thousand people, maybe three will take you up on it, just facts. Um... And then from there, let's say you charge them £500 uh, for the project, then you can make a decent amount of money very quickly. So let's say you spend £200 on Facebook ads and you get 1500 out of that £200, you are making 1300 And if you can do that every week, that becomes 2600 2200 a month. That's how you make money with Facebook. Um, and yes, I've done it myself. So I only give advice I've taken as myself. Holly from Calgary, absolutely amazing city. I love Canada. I cannot wait to be back there. I'm a real estate agent wanting to stay ahead of my competition. How do I sell houses on social media? I think Gary V actually gave away some similar advice about two, three years ago. Um, but, you know, it's the right answer, so it's the answer I'm going to give. Find where you want to sell the houses. Like, if you're in... Well, yeah, let's say you're, you're a real estate agent in Calgary. So if I were you, I'd, first of all, grow your audience in Calgary. So run ads against people who live in the area which have certain similar interests to you grow your audience so that your content, your personality resonates with them when you put out videos, photos, things like that. And then once you have an established audience, I start a podcast, which is videoed, and I'd put the podcast up on iTunes, Spotify, all of that, and obviously put the video up on YouTube and Facebook, and i just interview as many people as you can within Calgary. So, um, try and think. School teachers, parents, um, influential moms on Instagram, um, basically become the voice of the community for Calgary. That's what you gotta do. You gotta become the voice, the center of your community, because they'll know you're a real estate agent. And literally, you'll be the first person they come to when they're looking to sell houses, right? Sell the house, rent a house, whatever. And so I think that would be the best strategy to start off. And obviously, you can develop, you can refine it to make it a lot more contextual to you. Because obviously, I don't know the full details, but that's the bare bones of how I'd go about doing it. Next one. Oh, last one. Okay. 
James from Cape Town. Oh, I want to go to South Africa. What are your... <laughs> okay. What are your thoughts on Facebook ads? How do you make money with them? I don't know if this is a troll or not. Um, that said, I picked it out, so I must have picked it out for a reason. Um, okay, let's say... Uh, you wanna... I don't know. Where are you from, K-Town? Okay. Let's say you want to sell festival tickets in Cape Town. Nice little random example, right? And let's say those festival tickets are... You guys understand US dollars? I oh, know, 200 US dollars a ticket. For however long it is, the weekend, whatever, right? Um, literally, run ads against people in Cape Town who attend music festivals, nightclubs, that type of thing. You can literally do that. Uh, who also have a certain amount of wealth or who do a lot of online shopping, things like that. So have both. So basically people who attend festivals and regularly use Amazon, something like that. Because they'll be more incentivized to buy online. And I'd run those ads against people who live in Cape Town and maybe surrounding cities, I don't know. Um, this is obviously just an example, and from that, so you can install a Facebook pixel on your website, and you literally basically pay four, five, six, seven, eight dollars whenever you get a conversion, which is a sale. So ultimately, you can make a hundred to two hundred dollars profit on every single ticket. Uh, on a $20 ad spend, you can easily generate $1,000 worth of uh, revenue if your thing's about, I don't know, $100? You get the idea. Basically, run conversion ads on Facebook, Google it. That's how you make money. So yeah, that's basically how I'm growing my personal brand, how you can grow your personal brand, um, how to sell stuff on Facebook. Like, we've covered a decent amount. Uh, my life plan what I plan to do, how I intend to go about doing different things. We covered a lot in this episode. Wow, we are at 42 minutes. Um, so yeah, thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed it, remember to leave a five-star review on iTunes. If you didn't enjoy it, leave a one-star review. I really don't mind. And if you found it useful, share it with a friend. Anyway, thank you for listening and have an awesome day. See ya.